Welcome back to season two of the Love Letters to Virginia podcast. I'm your host, Vanessa Pazmino. Thanks for listening. Hi, Abby. Hi. Hi. I'm here too. Oh, you are? Okay, good. Hi, Christina. Yeah, I'm sorry. I should have told you that. I um I came to Abby's house because we're gonna record our podcast after this. Oh, awesome. And that way we won't be limited to how much time we can do this too. So I am looking at the empowerment virtual company. Is that, is it company? Uh, business. Yeah. That is so cool. So I was trying to get a little bit more information on that. It says that it's for mental health professionals and small business owners. Um, so I do a lot of social media content creation, and then I also do medical billing and coding. Okay. So um, when you do virtual assistants, they suggest that you pick a niche. And so my niche was doing mental health billing, but I they don't typically need a lot of content creation and social media stuff. So I added that to it because I also like to do that. Oh, that's awesome. How did you get started with that? Um, I worked with a mental health practice that, um, I'm sorry, my cat, <laughs> she wants treats. That's what she does when she wants treats. Um, I was working with a mental health practice that uh, decided that they were going to close in like six months. Um, and then we had six girls in the front office and five of those girls just left like right off the bat. Um, and they brought in a temp to help me shut down this business that I'd only worked in for a year. Um, and so it went so well, the, the lead doctor asked me to come work for his new office that he was opening. And it turned out to be just the three of us, me, his wife, and um, him, the doctor. And um, so I was doing that for a year and then COVID happened and I wasn't going into the office anymore and I needed to make more money. and. So I decided to put it online and see what I could make happen. And it kind of took off really quickly. That's awesome. Great. That's so great. Good for you. Thanks. Yeah, it's been great. It's on journey. So I, I guess you two have been friends for a while and you just kind of naturally have these conversations. Yeah, we, um, as funny enough, Abby, like three or four years ago, had her own podcast called, it was really clever, it was Women of the Seven Cities, um, and you were just like highlighting women that were doing cool things in, in Hampton Roads. Roads, yeah. Yeah, and so I had a podcast, I think you might know that when I, you know, we got coffee with Hannah, Vanessa, but um, with, called Your Neighborhood with my friend Jackie, um, and so you interviewed us. <laughs> yeah, I was, I we reached out to Christina right to interview Jackie. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Christina came along, uh-huh. and I don't know, we just, we connected we really connected. well. Yeah. And so with our podcast, we really just, it's, it's, we just record us hanging out and catching up on gossip and intense mental life. health conversations. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's so cool. <clears throat> Do you feel like it, is pretty natural for you or do you ever have to be like okay now we gotta refocus (laughs) (laughs) I think there's been a time or two where it it just we weren't feeling it and we kind of steered off um we're we're trying to work on being more structured we usually just wing it she comes over and we say what do you want to talk about today and then we go from there and I actually find it really helpful just for my own personal health because it's like girl time we we have scheduled girl time Mm -hmm. weekly and we hang out for a couple hours and catch up and and we get to vent and really 
have those intimate conversations that can be, I mean, I mean, we've had a few like cry on the shoulder moments. Yeah, for sure. Or, so, or the other week we were like both in a pissy mood. So we're like, we're not going to talk about anger today. Yeah, let's talk about <laughs> self-care because we're both yeah. really angry today. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, that's, that's really important because I think that's something that most people don't necessarily think to do. You know, stewing in the bad place is like the norm. But I love that redirecting the conversation so that you can like kind of deflect some of that energy. Yeah, yeah exactly. the goal was to like leave the recording and try to have a better day. Yeah, but I without I, did. I don't remember the day, but I mean, I know I felt better after. Yeah, but without um, our biggest thing was talking about positive toxicity. Oh yeah, positive. Yeah, yeah, positive toxicity. Yeah, because my grandma is very. She lives with me, and she loves to be like, "It's gonna be fine. Just smile." You know, <laughs> that like no, that's thing. not the yeah. mood I'm in right now. Yeah. <laughs> ah, toxic positivity. So then, mm-hmm. you know. You're, what you're saying is you got to feel your feelings too, but you don't exactly. necessarily want to feed the bad feelings. Exactly. Oh. Yeah, don't sweep it under the rug, but don't feed the monster. There's got to be a happy place. Just feel what you you are in the moment and then work on making it better. Don't okay. stew in it. Can I ask you both if you have any recommendations for um, emotional regulation? Um, I think structure is good. Keeping yourself on a schedule is important, especially if you have, um, like ADHD or, um, struggle with depression, like trying to keep yourself in a daily routine really, um, brings some regularity to your mental health. You're obviously going to have up and downs as everyone does. Um, especially, you know, as a female with your time of the month, you can't really control those. Yeah. So, um, but I have found just for myself, if I try to wake up at the same time every day and and work out for like 15 minutes or half an hour, and then Mm -hmm. do something little productive in the morning. And then I got, I got into a habit of going to the same diner every single morning, (laughs) like Monday through Friday, I I go to the ocean view diner and have breakfast I love it. and then I go about my day. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think a big part of mine is definitely what she said, but I would say also just being like really self-aware, um, like for a long time, I just didn't, I didn't even know what I was feeling. Right. So I would know I was feeling like crap, but I was like, I don't even know, but I couldn't like name the emotion. Mm -hmm. And it's really weird. I know it sounds funny, but it's like, it's kind of like if you were sick and you didn't know exactly what was wrong with you, you couldn't treat it. Right. So it's like, if you, and then getting really, um, like granular and like okay what am I feeling is it anger versus frustration is it anxiety is it depression is it you know um and then knowing how to deal with it excuse me deal with it from there because you know I I think I'm like anybody but I have a multitude of emotions on a given day um and you know and 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 I found that it wasn't helping me to be like I'm just anxious because sometimes I wasn't really anxious yeah um I was angry or you know whatever it was so just having a lot of um being able to put names uh, names to my emotions. And then I just read a big reader, but I read um, Atlas of the Heart by Brene Brown. And she just goes a lot into feelings on that one. So mm-hmm. She like details 80 different feelings. Um, and that was super helpful. Stuff, so. Brene Brown. Why do I know that name? Probably because we talked about it with Hannah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's also just like a big, like, yeah, a, a self 
care. Self-care for help. Like she's got her doctor. I mean, yeah. Vulnerability. She's known for vulnerability. She's she has like two podcasts, written a bunch of books. Okay. There's like two HBO specials that are like coming out now. The yep. first one, oh man, that had me going. It's They're, like it's on Netflix, then yeah. she has an HBO one coming They're out. good. Yeah. 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 Her work's been like life changing for me. Awesome. I'm gonna have to check her out. Yeah. So I'm gonna give a little bit of my personal here. I struggle most days, I'm not gonna lie to get myself out of bed and to just, you know, start my day. What do you think would probably be the best thing to start with to get me into a better rhythm? I would say start with recognizing what your body needs. Mm -hmm. Are you struggling to get out of bed because your body genuinely needs that rest or because you're depressed or mentally exhausted. Um, and then from there, it's like, take it one day at a time. Don't push yourself to do anything that's too much for you. Um, I found that being more self-aware and not just in my emotions, but um, stop telling myself that I'm acting crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, that made me feel actually a lot worse about myself. So yeah. stop telling myself like I'm depressed and leaning into it. Um, it was more okay, maybe I need to drink a little bit more water today. I'm feeling uneasy and I want to get rid of that feeling. So how about we just dance it out for five minutes Mm or, um, you know, just try to bring myself into a a better positive mental space. Um, For a long time, it was really hard for me to get out of bed. Um, And then I switched up my antidepressants. Yeah. Boom. It was like within a week, I felt so much better. So, I mean, even if you're on medication, it could be the medication you're taking just doesn't suit your body um and that's okay you know that happens medication is a a, it's a complicated journey yeah yeah Yeah. it's a journey I totally thank you for sharing that with us because I do understand I've been there many times and I would say I mean again like Abby said I obviously don't know exactly like the reasons behind it for you and, and maybe you're figuring that out too but I know a lot of times for me it was like there was two I was just not like I was like okay I have no reason to get up today like I'm not looking forward to anything you know that was hard and then also just overwhelm you know I was always like oh my god like I would not ready to flooded. face the day yeah with like recently a- that's definitely been yeah. <laughs> that's definitely been it if that's like I was discovering that when I was overwhelmed by the day, like even just thinking about it, I discovered I was burnt out. Yeah. Like I was Dude, that's why I'm on social media right now. not choosing yeah. my balance over my burnout. And I was working like three jobs and we were podcasting yeah. and I, I have a nine-year-old daughter and school had started again. And yeah. so, I mean, I was, I was burnt out to the point where I couldn't face people. I didn't want to talk to anyone. I yeah. didn't want to do my job. Um, And I took a good like couple of months off, um, probably a good three months where I stepped back and my partner fully supported us. And I just um, needed a minute to get my my brain back on track. And that's when I changed my antidepressants and just kind of took a moment to breathe. Like they say it's not good to step back with like businesses or podcasts, but honestly, like the businesses and podcasts, like you start because it's your idea and it's for you, but if that becomes overwhelming, it's, it's a great thing to take a break. And honestly, it shows your listeners that you care about your own mental health yeah. to not put okay. them through your yeah. craziness. No, it's good. <laughs> I think what, what she said. And then I think the big thing I did too, was like, instead of thinking of like all that I had to do, it was like, literally like, okay, what's 
step one, right? Okay, so we're going to get out of bed. It's hard, but then, okay, we're going to brush our teeth. You know what I mean? Like literally living like minute to minute, hour by hour, instead of like, these are all the things I have to do. And, um, and then be, you know, and then identifying maybe the top two or three, and then the rest, if I couldn't do it, being kind to myself, you know? Yeah. Self-compassion. I, I sing the praises of like Kristen Neff and self-compassion, man. That has been life-changing. The thing that I think gets me a lot of the time is that I'm starting to realize I have some control issues. So if I have my day planned out and then something happens and it throws a monkey wrench into things, then I'm like, okay, well now I have three hours of spare time before I have to run and do these other things. What can I fill my time up with? What I mean, everything else that has to be done. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe organizing. Yeah, I was going to say, I just recently got um, a passion planner and it's like a daily um, and it goes hour by hour. And I literally write down, um, cause I deal with, you know, depression, anxiety too. And, uh, I write down like, like woke up, what did this do that? you like, I have to write out. It's not every day. Don't take it. Like thinking I'm like perfect with it every day, but yeah, I write down and like block windows to work out, block windows to meditate, block windows to, you know, do everything. Where so. did you find this? Um, yeah. you said it's a it, planner. Yeah it's, called, yeah. it's called a passion planner. Um, and it's cool. It's got like a mood tracker. So you can like, and it's got like, so one side, you know, is your planner. And then the other side is like a journal. So it's like a hybrid between like a journal and like, um, a planner. It's pretty cool. That's but, yeah, awesome. It's, yeah. It's just called passion planner. Okay, cool. Thank you. Okay. I do have a question. So I've been also struggling lately with <laughs> like the confidence to use my voice, even when I know I'm confident in what I'm dealing with. How do you get over the, I feel like I'm being bossy thing when you're just trying to get through into your job? Oh, um, I, <laughs> um, let's see. I, uh, have this problem of like steamrolling but I also have an issue with not advocating for myself. So I can't seem to find the, the in-between, like the happy medium. Um, recently, I got my hair done and it was not at all what I asked for. And I still smiled and was like, oh, thank you so much. It looks great. And I paid and I left. And I mean, honestly, it wasn't really until the next day that I realized after like washing it and stuff that it wasn't what I wanted and I struggled. It was probably another 24 hours before I could finally send a text to her advocating for myself that I think maybe I miscommunicated and this wasn't what I wanted. Um, but I'd love for her to try again. Um, and I even like offered to, to pay the difference. Like, you know, you're doing extra work. I'll, I'll pay for it. Um, this just isn't really what I wanted. And her response was, don't ever be afraid to come to me and tell me that it's not what you wanted. Like, I don't take it personally. This is my job and you're the client. Um, and that really helped my confidence in trying to advocate for myself a little bit more. Okay. Um, right now I'm up for like a big job and I'm going back for a second interview and I have to do a presentation in, bunch of, in front of a bunch of executive people. And I'm actually quite nervous and I can't find the confidence, um, especially because there's certain parts of the skill set that I don't have 
So I have to find the confidence to sell Abby, to sell who I am, what I'm about, my creative energy, what I can bring to the table. And that training me would not be a waste of time because this is where I can be in five years. Um, and so finding the confidence to do that in less than a week is uh, yeah. kind of ripping through me right yeah. now. <laughs> but um, I just say like surrounding yourself with people who are like, genuinely lifting you up they're not blowing positive smoke up your ass like they're genuinely building you up and supporting you and telling you if you need help at all like give me a call um you know we'll help you do this we'll help you get there we'll say what we can about you and your positivity um and and also like trying to forget those thoughts that are toxic that you've been told over the years. Um, I've been told I talk way too much that I, I am too much. I'm too much of a person. Um, I come off too strongly. I trust people too much. Um, and so finding the middle ground there and learning to love myself has been a journey that I'm still working on. You know, I still have days where actually I heard something yesterday that was like, cool people don't say they're cool. I say I'm cool like five times a day, mostly because I'm trying to convince myself, not because I'm trying to convince you, but because I'm trying to convince me. Yeah. I'm cool. I could do this. I'm hip. Oh my God. <laughs> I love that. I mean, my Instagram caption is I'm not a regular mom. I'm cool mom. Miss cool mom. <laughs> <laughs> George. I love it. <laughs> well, thank you for sharing that. Are you both from here? No, I'm from Cleveland, Ohio. Okay. I was born in Newport News. Okay, wow. Actually, my daughter was born in the same hospital that I was born in. I didn't know that. Yeah, isn't that a fun fact? That is cool. I I love that. that. Yeah, that is cool. Bringing it home. Right. (laughs) (laughs) But I moved to Norfolk, uh, you know, like the bridge, the Hampton Roads Bridge Tunnel is really like a state divide because we are two different communities people freak out too they're like oh wow i have to drive and i'm like i think it's strange to me not being from here that people don't drive because i'm like why like who cares it's like a 20 minute drive to my parents house in hampton but because of the bridge tunnel with traffic it can take me up to an hour to get there especially yeah with the gas prices now geez but um yeah, I mean, I, I moved to Norfolk because it was like going to a different world. And so it made me feel a little bit more independent to get away from my parents and get away yeah. from like old friends, you know, high school drama. And honestly, when I moved to Norfolk, it was like all of my peninsula friends were just gone. It's so funny. None of them came yeah. over here yeah. and see any of them. Yeah. It was it's just so poof, yeah. like Abby disappeared. Yeah. Huh. Isn't well, that wild? That sucks. <laughs> crazy how yeah. that how that goes like yeah. two, the divide is the bridge yeah maybe this new like hrbt expansion project will like help that out a little bit yeah yeah one can only hope yeah i mean it's gonna take like another five years yeah, I, gonna so. say, I feel like we won't see it for a while yeah it's gonna be a hot minute <laughs> so to segue i always ask the same question how do you recognize someone from Virginia? That's a good question. I mean, 
I think this area makes it complicated because everybody, so many people aren't from here. Or maybe that's my opinion. Yeah, because yeah, it's such a military that's town. I, yeah, it's, like, I don't. I think it's easier to point out the people who are not from here. That's a good answer. It's a lot easier to point out if the people who Norfolk, are not from here. If they say Norfolk. Norfolk. <laughs> and that, I know that's hyper local to him. I say it with like an I, but... Norfolk. Norfolk. Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, it's, I, de- I think it's definitely easy to point out the people who are not from here. But if I had to point out people who are from here, um, I can I can typically point out a city. Yeah. You know, I'm like, that's a Virginia Beach white dude. Like, yeah. you yeah. could just their their personality. You know, very yeah. like fuckboy, beachy, surfer, yeah. drabby hippie. It's like very Virginia Beach. Yeah. Aesthetic. Yeah. Uh, you can kind of point out those Ghent people. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I guess I could point out more city people than I can. Oh, I guess my, my closest comparison to this, which I find funny, is like in high school, uh, growing up here, people were like, uh, you know, those Nova kids mm-hmm. are like old different breed, you know, gotcha. like a yeah. like a high class snooty booty breed. Sure. Right. Yeah. And I dated uh, my whole life people in Hampton Roads and it's just never worked out until I started dating my current partner who is from Nova, grew up in Nova in right. Manassas right. and came down for college and decided he liked it and stayed. And our relationship is like blossoming. Yeah, so great. it's like I the, it's not snotty. Yes. Yeah. It's like the two worlds, like yeah. the opposites attract thing really applies to us. It was just funny how a Hampton Roads person didn't work for me, but a Nova did. Yeah. And yeah. same for him. He was like, you know, those Nova girls are, are crazy. I it's couldn't so do it. <laughs> Maybe it's just regional. I mean, yeah. Well, the, the classes, the money, yeah. the money financial classes, like really like definitely yeah. makes an impact there. Right. <laughs> definitely. Honestly, as far as the 757 is concerned, I tend to think about the different neighborhoods by like the different dog breeds, I think. The majority of people. Yeah, that's a great thing. <laughs> Virginia well, yeah. Beach pit bulls. Yes, okay, that's good. Ghent specifically, like, like pocket dogs. I feel like first dogs. Ghent is like golden retrievers and French bulldogs. Uh-huh. I would say bulldog. I, I see Ghent as like a smaller, maybe like a Bichon. You know, like a small, like yeah. expensive dog. So French bulldog yeah. is good. I Ocean think, View Labs. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I would say Retriever so reminds that. me more of like a yard, <laughs> like a family maybe. So, <laughs> dog, uh, hound. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, it's really country out there. I didn't. Great distinction. But I'm more of a cat person. Yeah, we both. <laughs> Amen to that. I love cats. She has three. I have two. I'm working on getting another. She's one. gonna get another. Yeah, we're waiting for her we husband love, to leave. Right, we love cats. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna help her pick it up and everything. Right. I'm just gonna bring Aww, home. I can't wait to have cats. <laughs> How do you recognize a transplant? Um, I mean, I am a transplant, so <laughs> I guess you best could answer that. Um, a, tr- a transplant, like um, like someone that moved here. Yeah. Yeah. That's also really hard because I moved around a lot. I went to 18 different schools and I've lived in Virginia the majority of my life, but I also lived in Massachusetts for a while and New York for a short amount of time. And so, um, you know, Kentucky for a small amount. So I picked up like all these kind of weird accents during like the prime time of my growth. Um, 
it's hard. Oh, that's a good one. Maybe it's like really access. hard to tell, especially in a military community. Yeah. A lot of military people, you can point out transplants. Those fucking like Texas, Alabama mm-hmm. dudes who roll up in here and they're but like, you don't know. My they dick like energy. Houston, <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's, Houston's interesting too. You can it's tell not though. like what? You can tell though. You can tell he's from Texas? My husband? Oh, your husband? Yeah, he's from Texas. That's I could saying. see it. You could see it. You, yeah. I could see the military country energy. I wouldn't have I mean, said Texas, maybe yeah. North Carolina. Yeah. I could yeah. see that. Or I Alabama. Mean, yeah, I think transplant. I think military, you can tell haircut is always a dead giveaway. <laughs> the, the haircut is um, always a dead but, giveaway. And the mustache, the yeah. caterpillar mustache. Yeah, or just even weather. I think people that like aren't from here are surprised that you can have like four seasons in one day <laughs> in Virginia. Like even me, that surprised me, um, you know, being from Ohio, I'm used to a lot of cold, but moving here, I was like, I need all four seasons of my clothing. Yeah, you I know start I mean? the like morning right in a now. sweater and then the yeah. afternoon I'm in a t-shirt and yes. by the nighttime I put shorts on. Yeah, yeah, like I don't know many, I mean, I'm sure there obviously are other states like that, but I would say, I think weather surprises people. You know, you can tell they're maybe not, or flooding. That's Virginia is just as moody as the people. Yeah, there you go. That's good. There we go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> true. <laughs> Hi, Christina Kimbrough here. Um, I am the co-host of Girl Heal. And this is Abby, the other co-host of Girl <laughs> Heal Podcast yeah. and the producer with Empower Virtual Communications. Yeah, and we uh, just weekly, Wednesdays, we release an episode um once a month we're trying to do something cool that i will plug it's called dude heal and we're talking about men's mental health because we think that it is a very like under talked about topic mm-hmm. so we're creating safe spaces and we interview our male friends yeah we have a lot of guy friends we yeah. just we're the people who get along better with guys so yeah. Yeah. we have lots of guy friends that we talk to about their um moments they're willing to be vulnerable about vulnerable about and uh so we yeah. plugged it as dude heal once a month yeah yeah, so you can check us out. I mean, anywhere podcast. Yeah, I think, I think it's uh, girlhealpodcast.com. Yeah, and uh, yeah, on Instagram and online. So yeah. thank you. That is so cool that you're doing that. I didn't know that you started that. Yeah, we just started it. We did one, and then last week we interviewed some, yep. another guy, and then we were like, this is actually going really well. Um, and we had a lot of like men reach out yeah. who were interested. I yeah. think after I made a post about it, I had five of my different guy friends reach out and say, hey, like, awesome. I'd love to come on and yeah. talk to you guys. And they typically have a topic in mind that they, they want to talk do. about. Yeah, It's weird how structured they are. Mm-hmm. It's like they prepare, mm-hmm. and we just wing it. Mm-hmm. It feels quite opposite so yeah we just try to be really good listeners and ask the best questions we can based off of what they're telling us and yeah. it usually goes really well we're happy to hear their stories and give them a safe place to to yeah. be vulnerable yeah because I think I saw in the creator space especially online there's a lot of women talking about you know like I'm in sober so there's a lot of women in that space and then you know mental health anxiety depression there's a lot of women um and so it was like and I don't know why it's not good or bad I just that's what I noticed and so it's kind of like wait why don't yeah. we you know why don't we do that like why don't we you know <laughs> highlight some male voices so yeah that's it yeah <laughs> that's so awesome thank you again for taking the time to do this today thank you so much and we'd love to do an episode with you sometime on our yeah. on our yeah, end absolutely yeah Vanessa you can reach out we can schedule something thank you I would be honored okay awesome thanks we'll have a Get great a little day. of the NB perspective yeah there you go right (laughs) (laughs) all right loves we'll talk soon thank Thank you you. bye have a good one
time coming up with content ideas for your podcast. I find that there is nothing more embarrassing than all of a sudden being stumped in the middle of a conversation where it's like, I know I had more questions for you, but I just can't remember what they are right now. And that's why I'm trying Poddex. Poddex is the best all-in-one podcast idea generation tool. You get everything from episode ideas to interesting conversation starters for interviews, engaging discussions for your live streams, and even social media content ideas. With this tool, you don't have to spend weeks trying to come up with content for an episode or unique questions for your guests. Just shuffle the cards and pick one at random. Hit the record button and get started. Now you can make better content, have more fun while you're at it, and get your viral moment, all with Poddex. Head over to poddex.com and use code C4C. Hey, this is Latasha Holloway. I plan to be the future mayor of Virginia Beach, but when the time comes, I will need your support. As a veteran of the healthcare field, I understand something about empathy. We must have empathy and compassion in order to improve Virginia Beach.